Welcome to the Make Money with Alignment podcast with your host, Kara Gazi. This is the ultimate destination for women who are ready to own their financial security and create a profitable life coaching business. If you're an accomplished career woman looking to transition into becoming a life coach, or if you're a life coach ready to start making significant money with more fulfillment and impact, you're in the right place. So settle in. She's not going to keep you long and prepare to get your mind blown. All right, Cara, take hey, it hey, away. Hey, coaches. Welcome to episode four of the Make Money with Alignment podcast. And I'm just going to go ahead and warn you, you all, I have a bit of a cold and I'm a little stuffy. So if that annoys you, I'm going to go ahead and apologize in advance. <laughs> I don't know if that's the seasons changing here in Georgia or I brought something home from the event I attended in Dallas, but we're going to go for it. Actually, speaking of seasons changing, it's already fall break here for my kids school and we have a whole week out and it totally snuck up on me this year. I feel like they just started school. Actually, we did. Um, They started school the first week of August, and that's only been about six weeks. So, yeah, I have thoughts (laughs) about that. I actually have friends in other parts of the U.S. whose kids just went back to school after Labor Day. So I'm just going to ask you all to pray for me being um, a little sick and stuffy and healing myself while also attending to a nine-year-old and a 12-year-old with absolutely nothing planned. (laughs) Okay, on today's episode, we're going to dive into aligning with your business vision. I want to be clear when I say the word vision. What I mean is what you want, what you truly want and desire for your business. And since this podcast is all about making money with alignment as a life coach, I want to ask you specifically, how much money do you want your coaching business to make annually? Kind of sit with that question for a minute. And then to set it up, I want you to imagine addressing your business team in a boardroom. The head of marketing's there, selling, coaching, tech, accounting, all the department heads are there around the table and you stand up to address them as the owner of the business. And you say, our goal is to make fill in the blank X dollars this year. What is that number? Now, I realize that you are most likely the team (laughs) at this point in your business. You're operating in each of those roles, which side note, is why I think you should be paying yourself a nice salary for the work you do in your business. And I want to talk a little bit about my numbers and vision that I've had in both of my careers as an accountant and a life coach. I've had very clear and compelling visions about the amount of money that I wanted to make in each. When I was selecting my profession in college, I remember asking if accountants make hundred thousand dollars. That was one of my questions. And you know, many of us have checklists. We have checklists for the men we date or dated, the men we would consider marrying. I remember my checklist was, does he have a job? Okay, check. 
Does he have good credit? Okay, check. <laughs> and on my career checklist was, can I make $100,000 in this career? Now, what I didn't know at the time is that you really can make six figures in any field. My lens of possibility was limited to what I was told that I could make in a job. So my starting salary as a CPA back in 2004 was a little less than $50,000. And I was focused on doubling it, which I eventually did by 2014. So it took me roughly 10 years to do that. But looking back, that vision really informed so many of the decisions that I made in my career. I remember raising my hand to take on more complex projects and then intentionally performing at the level above my current level to position myself to get promotions. So like me, if you have made $100,000 in your career, you've hit that milestone. So when you think about transitioning to full-time coaching, many of your peers, like my peers, may be focused on hitting that for the first time, that $100,000. I remember being in mastermind groups where the host would go around the Zoom room and ask each attendee, each coach that was there to give their revenue goal. And some coaches would say 100,000, others would say 200, 500, 1 million, 5 million. And what I later learned from having conversations with them is that those amounts were just arbitrary. They were like, you know, that's what I want. I kind of want to make. But they didn't have a meaningful relationship with the amount. And I view our business vision as like our North Star. And without that sense of direction about where you're headed, it can feel like you're kind of treading water day to day when you're performing various tasks in your business. It's kind of like driving a car without a destination that you really feel compelled to visit. And on the flip side, you can be so attached to getting to a destination and a vision that you really don't even experience or enjoy the journey on the way there. And what I like to think about is like is kids in the backseat of the car when you're headed to Disney or somewhere fun and they are like, are we there yet? Every five minutes, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And what is still like a five hour road trip really feels like a 10 hour road trip. So the vision that I really felt compelled to create in my business and for my business was $188,000. Now that's very specific, I know, <laughs> but it was the amount that would replace my salary, my accountant salary as a coach. And I had a very intimate relationship with that amount and it compelled me towards it. So for the number that you stated for your vision, I want you to answer this question. Why is that amount important to me? Replacing my salary as a coach was important to me because I didn't want my family to skip a beat in our lifestyle. And I've said it a few times on this podcast, but I believe your heart really knows your truth and it holds your truest desires and your vision for your life. Many of us just aren't as practiced at listening to our heart's desires. And that's for many reasons. I know for some of us, our parents were clear about their vision for our lives. And I actually wanted to be a anesthesiologist when I was maybe in middle school. 
and I was eating a piece of fried fish and a fish bone got stuck in my throat. And it was my first time being put asleep for a medical procedure. And I thought it was so cool. So cool that I decided that I wanted to be an anesthesiologist. So I told my parents and during that conversation, I'm sure they said many other things, but all I remember them saying was you could be sued for malpractice if you hurt someone or you do something wrong to a patient. So that vision like was boop off the table and I was terrified of being sued. So I left my parents home for college without really a strong career vision. But what I did have was a success checklist that I got from observing the world. And that was to go to college, get a degree, get a good paying job, get married, have a couple of kids, retire from that good paying job, and then enjoy your life and your grandkids. (laughs) And I successfully made my way down that checklist, which you may have too, all the way to having a couple of kids. I did that. But my heart My heart was yearning for freedom. It was yearning for financial freedom, time, freedom, creative freedom, location freedom. I talked about all of these reasons that I left my job. And so many life coaches leave the successful careers in episode two of the podcast, Knowing Your Why. Take a listen to that episode and really attune to why you're deciding to have a successful life coaching business. But if you're listening to this podcast, you have likely decided or are very interested in releasing any checklist that you have obtained from your observations about how to be successful in society. And I just have to tell you, honey, I am here for it. Because your business vision may be replacing your salary or like mine was, or it may be something completely different that your heart is compelled to create. But what I have seen time and time again is that clients will ignore or shrink their vision because they don't know how to achieve it. And they don't have that precise GPS direction to the destination. And let's take the vision of you transitioning from a six-figure career to being a six-figure coach, right? A six-figure employee, I should say, to being a six-figure coach. And it makes sense that you would want to lower your goal when you don't have the exact how. That's how we've been trained. We have been given instructions on how to be successful since we were toddlers from our parents, our teachers, employers, our partners. They have given us specific instructions about what we need to do to be successful in their eyes. So when you have a vision that's in your heart that feels unique to you, you may not know the how because other people cannot give you the instructions to achieve that vision. So what comes to mind for me is never would I have guessed how I would meet my husband the one morning that I met him when I was greeting people coming into the church that I was attending at the time. But a good friend of mine actually said to me that morning, you're gonna meet your husband today. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I have a feeling. And I 
did. I met my husband. It's so wild that that happened. I had no idea that that would be the day or the church would be the place that I would meet my husband. I wasn't supposed to know. All I knew is that I was ready. I was ready to meet him. So relationship goals are co-creative, as is your business vision. Creating money in your business, you don't do it alone. And your brain may want to shrink your vision because you don't know exactly when or where or how you'll meet your line clients. But I believe in the law of attraction, that there's an energetic attraction to the energy that I put out in the world. And that part I can control. As entrepreneurs, we ask ourselves to do many things that we don't have an exact formula for because it's our mission, it's our vision that we're creating. We're not stepping in and carrying out our employer's mission and vision. So what I want you to do is decide your how philosophy, meaning when you don't know how, something's going to happen. How do you think about that? Because the way you think about it will impact your relationship with your vision and your experience of the journey as you achieve your vision. Your current philosophy may be unconscious, but it's active. And it may be I'm not willing to align with my true vision if I don't know the exact steps I need to take to get there. But know that you can always change your philosophy if you don't like it. And I encourage you to play with some alternatives. And I'll actually share with you my philosophy. And as always, you can take what resonates and leave anything that doesn't. Again, listen from your heart when I say these things. My philosophy is that I'm not attached to a particular how. I'm open to all the possibilities. And when my heart gives me a desire I believe my heart will lead me to that desire. I believe my creator has equipped me uniquely with the capability to create any desire that's true in my heart. What I want you to do as a takeaway from this episode is write down your vision. You don't have to share your amount with anyone. And if your brain wants to immediately solve for the how and it starts doubting it as a possibility, I want you to take just a few days or a week to just let your vision breathe. Just be in relationship with your vision without strategizing about how it's going to happen and getting into the details. Then next, I want you to write down how you feel when you think about your vision. What is the energy that comes up for you? And then get some insight as to why. What are the thoughts that's creating that energy as you think about your vision? Lastly, write down any actions that feel aligned to take as you create the vision that's in your heart. Use that energy to deepen your relationship that you have with your vision, where you'll create a lived experience that not only touches your heart, but the hearts of so many people who you are called to serve. All right, wealthy coaches, that's what I have for you this week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.